Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here we go. Talk Radio. Here we go, Pail. Get your motor running. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. All engines are running. We have liftoff. We have liftoff. Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio number 296. And the title of tonight's show is Wave 7. My name is Mel Popeye Moss. My co-host, L.O.G. Robbins. We are with Sons of Liberty Rider MC. We are here each and every night. Mel, what are you thinking? been a wild ride this week but man it's been just chopped full of surprises it has all good ones all good ones everything everything is peachy not only was the weather cooperating we had some sunshine <laughs> my my wife said this morning Even got a little sunburn that's right. My my wife said this morning, why is your face red? I looked at her and I said, sunshine. <laughs> it had only been nine days. But Mel, because I have a good relationship with the Lord, he provided us with an excellent day to go to Waco. And uh, when we pulled up, and I didn't see any barricades, no sheriff deputies, and we were left just to figure it out on our own. Uh, it was incredible. It felt good, didn't it? It did. It did. I mean, you know, when we first pulled up, I couldn't figure out uh, why they weren't there like they always had been. We did as they asked. We called them. Yeah told them what we were going to do, when we were going to be there, the times, the numbers that we thought we'd have, and never did we receive an indication that there were going to be any changes or anything would be different. I got an mm-hmm. acknowledgement that he got my email, and uh, that was it. So we pull in, and uh, I mean, i, I got to tell you, uh, my jaw dropped. I wasn't worried, but I was just, you know, what the hell? Uh, and, you know, a lot of thoughts race through your mind at that point, but uh, <clears throat> uh, it, it was what it was. It worked out perfect, and people kept showing up, had a lot of bikers there, and oh, yeah. uh, it was great. It was great. Yeah, yeah you know, it, it makes you feel good that your efforts are are paying off. Now, Abel Reynas getting blasted at all ends. At all ends. I mean, and I got to put together mail on the back. You know, you can always think when you're riding back. Of course, right. you get a little bit heavier with the throttle going home, but 
<laughs> you're thinking at the same time. And I know you are that way. We're running. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, I got to thinking, and, you know, I'd talked to a reporter the night before. I can't say which one. And, uh, you know, he'd actually told me there wouldn't be any barricades. And I missed it when he said Then he told me they're broke. I don't know whether that's true or not, but I knew they're they're budget conscious now because they're getting beat up. They're over getting the amount twitchy. Of money. That's right. They're getting beat up over the amount of money they're spending on these trials. They're getting beat up over the security. So I doubt we're going to see any more three-foot fences. At a at a you know at a at a huge cost to the county. You know, Mel. The last time I saw putting up any damn barricades and stuff, they had uh, they had uh, uh, jail trustees putting them up. I mean, how cheap can you get? <laughs> and it still costs. That money. would be cheap labor. Yeah, that's slave labor. But you know, hey, at least it gets them out of the cell. You know. But, I mean, incredible stuff. we got great articles being written, not only by the Waco Tribune. You know, Abel Randa has, uh, has shit in his mess kit. You know, I don't think he'd ever expected anything like this. Ever. Because nope, I'm pretty sure he is. It's a recurring nightmare for him now. Mm-hmm. Because he deal, he's dealing with a different breed of people. But you know what? All Americans should be like that, Mel. They should be willing to stand up. They should be willing to stand up to tyranny. And as he pointed well, we out many hope. times. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the awful truth is we got a lot of Americans that are not standing up. They are just, you know, the the term sheeple uh, has uh, has been formulated uh, these past few years, and I think it's quite fitting for what we're seeing out there uh, with Mm -hmm. school shootings, all this talk about now gun control and. uh, even even Trump is getting a little unsettling as far as what he's been saying about gun control and what ought to be done, this, that, and the other. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, people ought to be rising up, screaming at the top of their lungs, letting these politicians know this is bullshit and we're not going to stand for it. Well, now, people operate nowadays off of emotions. And, you know, that, and it's exactly what Abel Rain is trying to do. With you know, he's still painting the pictures, all bikers out there as, as being villains. He's, still, try, he's still, still going at it in his ads, his stupid ads, I might say. Uh, and that got mentioned in the Waco Tribune, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They quoted me. What kind of man is that? And, man, you know, I meant a chance. Uh, I meant to bring up a word yesterday that matches Abel Reyna. Abel Reyna is a bully. And like we know, most bullies are really cowards. And he's on the run right now. He's on the run from the voters. He's on the run from the courthouse. He's on the run from the FBI. I think He's you need to run. switch mics. Okay. Go ahead, and I'll switch. Okay. Uh, I wanted to bring up something <clears throat> that I uh, I had read earlier today. Uh and I, I brought it up to Popeye here just not too long ago uh, in our uh, Facebook page, Texas Biker Radio, All for One Biker Nation. 
we did boost the post uh, on unable Reina uh, because we we want to get that newspaper article out there to as many people as possible uh, in the area surrounding Waco. So we drew like a 50-mile circle, and we're supposed to reach uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 20,000 people. And so far, we have reached 11,430 people with this newspaper ad that we ran. Mm-hmm. But what I found intriguing, and it does bear checking out. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that it's the absolute truth, but I can't figure why a man would go ahead and post something like this if it weren't true. And I'm going to read it to you verbatim. <clears throat> I'm not going to say the man's name who wrote the, uh, who wrote the post, uh, but he said the following. Uh, well, I, I will say this. He uses a Masonic uh, symbol mm-hmm. uh, for his uh, profile picture. And it says, I had, I had a friend that plays guitar and sings in our church who was eating with his wife at the Twin Peaks that day. My friend knows nothing about bikes, gangs, or any illegal acts that they may or may not have been involved in. He's never even rode a motorcycle in his life. Uh, On that day of the shooting, he was talking to a biker at the next table and told the biker that his T-shirt was very interesting and asked where he got it. The biker went outside and came back in with one of the T-shirts and gave it to my friend, which sounds very plausible. I mean, bikers, bikers do stuff like that. A few minutes We've done later, it. yep. A few minutes later, the shooting broke out. My friend was arrested and charged with engaging in organized crime. He spent three months in jail, was later indicted, and was rearrested. This friend lost his job, his house, his house, both his and his wife's vehicles over having that T-shirt when the police came in. I normally don't post or comment on things I don't know about because you usually only have one side of the story, but my friend lost everything over a T-shirt, and it's still not over. Sad, sad, sad Mr. D.A. Now, this has to be an individual that we reached with that boosted post. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, Mel- you know and- that that may be somebody that has slipped through the cracks that we don't know about. You know, you uh, he's following he's following his lawyer, but his lawyer's telling him, "Hey, stay out of the news. Don't comment. Don't do anything. Uh, let me handle this." And <laughs> if if he's not a uh, you know fit the mold of the uh, of being a biker and what it's all about then he may just be somebody that slipped through the crack that was just an innocent, innocent bystander and not and just doing what his lawyer tells him. Right. I mean, that right. would be incredible. I don't know if anybody knows this guy. He might let us know. But, uh, you know, I, if he's following his lawyer, I mean, he's not going to speak to anybody, uh, those that are. And, of course, there's now where we have some that are able to step up and uh, actually talk instead of instead of Abel Reyna vilifying us to no end every day like he continues to do, trying to pull the wool over the voters' eyes uh, that are going to the that are going to the polls March six, and uh, they've got a decision to make whether they want to keep what we see as a crook or whether they want to uh, uh, continue down the path. But, here at later on in the show, we're going to say we've got a plan because our plan is to keep McLean County broke. Broke. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Hey, man, do you think that maybe the sheriff, uh, you know, since they were, they were no-shows too, didn't <laughs> weren't they? They may have. That we know one was in the parking lot in a silver SUV. Yeah. We all turned and waved yeah. at him, didn't we? 
Yep, I'm sure there were a sneaky few around. I mean, we even had the situation where as we came off the highway Mm -hmm. and onto, uh, I can't remember the name of the street, but it's right there that runs parallel with the river. uh, Yeah. And started going up that street. As soon as we came down that off-ramp, there was a sheriff's SUV that scooted right in in front of us and kind of led the way to the courthouse. Now, uh, I doubt that it was a coincidence. I think it was uh, by choice that they did that, and he probably immediately reported in as to the number of bikes that came in from our group, but... uh, which uh, there were quite a few, but uh, I mean, a substantial amount started showing up in the uh, parking lot uh, after we got there. And I started to think, you know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see squad cars starting to show up now, but uh, still there were none. I think they were lurking back uh, in the background, keeping track of everything. And I think had there been any situations, I think they'd have, uh, they would have rapidly appeared. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I do do think that uh, there wasn't uh, near the numbers that we've seen in the past. I mean, you know, that, I think we've made so much fun of them about guarding that parking lot with 12 deputies because that's how many I right. counted. Uh, remember yeah. the empty parking lot? Yeah, they had, to, yeah. they had it surrounded. Yeah, in case the parking lot did anything, they had it surrounded. <laughs> and a poor black guy comes walking across it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I, I thought, well, you know, maybe the sheriff's not here, but, you know, but please, Mommy, make the bad guys go away. If we ignore them, maybe they won't come back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, man, what now, a great day for a ride, was too. Nice was, uh, they've apparently moved the flea market. But they had mm-hmm. yet to move the porta potties, so it was nice to have something available. Oh yeah, yeah. That way, for the old dudes that had to go pee every thirty minutes, it was. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> <That> was good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was nice. You know, it was a it was a great day all in all. I mean, you know, every everybody was happy. It wasn't uh, wasn't any drama, and uh, you know, everybody got to say their piece. Uh, you know, that, that rally was about exercising our First Amendment rights to peaceably assemble, which we did. And the rally was also political. And uh, so, you know, we fired up the mic and started talking about what goes on in uh, Abel Rainer's office and inside that courthouse. And, uh, you know, we, we we think it's just corrupt as hell. But, Mel, the great thing was is the, the participation of rioters? Maybe it's just because they've been been cooped up all winter with all this rain and crap. But you know, uh, the participation is only upswing. Yep. And uh, you know, if they if uh, the, the sheriff's department is going to continue to disappear, guess what? Uh, let's bring some more next time. Let's, uh, let's see if we can ramp that up some. Yep. I'm just saying. It also Mel shows that the, they're they're realizing there's nobody coming to Waco to get them to cause chaos to do all this crap. There's a bunch of pack of lies among thousands of lies that's been told since May 17th, 2015. There was never anybody coming to cause problems or harm to the people of Waco or the law enforcement officers and even that that fearful man, Abel Reyna or his family. Not out of the biker world. Yeah. That's, that's the truth of it. You know, probably Mel, in the early hours, the only person that was actually speaking any truth other than us <laughs> was Gimme Jimmy when he gave that news interview to the uh, to one of the Austin stations, and he said, "Oh hell no, nobody's going to do anything." Or he said they'd be calling out the armed forces after us if we did that. Are we isn't that crazy? 
and he was telling the truth. Yes, he was. While everybody else, while everybody else on the other side was lying their asses off, started squinting, going bum 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 bum, you know. And of course, Mel, let me say this much about this, you know. Uh, Abel Rainer goes, and you know, this is all political. This is all political. You know, this, these guys are being political. Let me. We've been doing this for almost three years now, Mel. Way before we thought about any elections. Mm-hmm. Way before any elections. For him to say every bit of this is political, just bull, just total bullshit. Because we've been saying from day one, these stories are not matching up to what's real. We know the truth in all this stuff. Or in a lot of it, not all of it, but there are certain things we know the truth about it. And we know the truth wasn't being told. So we swung into action. And now we've had seven waves to wake up. And like we said yesterday, hey, we'll keep coming back as long as there's an innocent biker being, I guess, I guess prosecuted, persecuted, vilified, what, whatever other words you want to throw in there. Hostages all. Yeah. But what's the fact? Let me bring this up. Jim Harris, what a what a young man! A uh, a guy that uh, works with Patch Adams in uh, in the mental health field. And if you go to his Facebook site, incredible man. Incredible. There's not a bunch of. There is some biker stuff in there, but most of it's kids and people and people needing help. Uh, and you can t- <laughs> you can tell by the pictures that are in there that he's really a clown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just a neat all around guy, and I suggest that everybody watch his his uh, his comments that he made yesterday. What uh, such an intelligent, eloquent young man. Not a Neanderthal like Abel Rainer tries to paint. And there are many of us like that. We're just like everybody else. We have jobs. We have families. We have grandkids. It's not just Abel Rainer that's... That paints a picture of somebody great. Everybody's great in their own way. But he sure wants to throw stones at us while they can't throw any stones. The people who have been indicted can't throw any stones back. For three freaking years, he's been running his mouth, been vilifying everybody, and they can't say a word. But we damn sure can, can't we? Yes, we can, and there's no stopping us. Exactly. Exactly. You know, a lot of what happened yesterday, Mel tells me, they're, they're on the ropes. Well, They don't lay down even like that. Based on, on, a, on one comment we got from law enforcement down there saying, mm-hmm. uh, where are you guys coming? You're getting your way. So, you know, they're... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're starting to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're coming because we can. I know nobody wants to hear that in there, that uh, within that realm down there that uh, runs that county and city. I know they don't want to hear that. But they can't stop us without framing us or something. That's right. And God help them now the day that they do that, because we've got the media listening. 
they they may not be able to put it out there over the air, you know. Uh, when TV stations and stuff come up, they man, what it? They took an hour's worth of film, and uh, I don't know how much of it they used. Uh, you know, maybe somebody will post whatever it is they did down there. But they showed up, and we've got them listening, and we've got them hearing the truth. And they see young men like a young man like that step up there, like Jim Harris. Oh, and guess what? Who can relate to those young reporters? I mean, he's a good-looking, likable guy. Another one. Another one that's more likable than the little prick. But as I see it, as I look around, I see they're on the ropes. Now, Abel Rana, if he if he wins re-election, uh, he's going to be feeling as Wheaties. But it doesn't stop yeah, I, what we do. Yeah, he will take that as a mandate to continue what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure, Mel, the money's not going to come from us. And let's talk about that a little bit. I want to launch a statewide campaign that our tax dollars not go to McLennan County to bail them out over one man's ego who seeks higher office. I don't want my tax dollars going to McLennan County to bail them out. And we're going to ask everybody to contact their state legislature, slate doors, slate doors, express that to them. We've got a rogue DA in McLennan County that is hell-bent on trying 154 people. And it's including innocent people. Now, he's going to fail at this, and when he does, they're going to be looking around for somebody to bail him out. No bailouts. The people of McLennan County should cover this. Not Dallas, not Austin, not San Antonio, not anywhere. They will be the ones that reelect Abel Rana if he gets reelected. And it's on their backs, not mine, not yours, not any bikers out there that doesn't live in McLean County. It's on their backs, not ours. And we'll be sending out a, uh, a message about that tonight to thousands of bikers all across the state, thousands, and their wives and their relatives. Ask them no bailouts from McLean County, and that goes for the governor's office too. You know, it's like I was talking to you earlier. The governor reacts to stuff that he hears. He don't know about bikers. He barely knows what about really about law enforcement. He knows what they feed him, and who knows what he's being fed by them. I mean, my God, he he changes the way our motorcycle safety funding money, uh, motorcycle safety funding money, he changed the way that's asked for because the DPS doesn't want to be uh, in in the grant business. Well, that's how you get money, that money. So he's changed that around now to where. They're not asking for the money anymore. So here we go again. It's because he doesn't understand it in the first place. Oh, yeah, I agree with this. You shouldn't be in a grant business. You've got other stuff to do. We can't quite figure out what it is, but, you know. I mean, have you heard any major traffic bus or drug traffic bus? 
Raylan? Not a thing. I hear I hear a lot of people killing each other out there. Which is not bikers, by the way. Not unless they're pushed up on by another club, but if somebody gets caught out someplace because some fool wants to beat the hell out of them. But I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> you look at the majority of crime going on out there, no, it's bikers. So I don't know, you know, things were the way they said it is. You know, the DPS, they were talking about, uh, one guy was asking me the other night, reporter was asking me about, you know, about the uh, FBI reports because he had read where I I was talking about the FBI reports. And I said, but look, you know, the FBI reports, that, uh, they're old, they're cut and paste. They're, nobody's really doing any work there. The people that are doing these reports. And when you did start digging deeper and deeper and go back to what's been said about bikers, you find out that the FBI says they are just uh, bikers, for not gangs per se, but they are they are opportunists, meaning that uh, they see a chance to make some big money and uh, some nut goes out there and does it, does the deed, and, and gets caught. Right, the mother, the the, uh, the the leadership of the club may not even know he did it. All of a sudden, he's busted. And they're putting the heat on him to rat on everybody else over something. He's going to say anything and everything. I mean, there you go. I mean, it's, it's not a gang. They're, they're opportunists. And because, like I pointed out, well, guess who else is opportunist? Law enforcement. They got the same problem within their ranks. That never gets talked about at all. But but now we have now we have more sheriff deputies in Florida getting the hell beat out of them. Didn't didn't one time and I'm not changing the well, I guess I am changing the subject a little bit here. Didn't at one time the law enforcement whatever they had a they had a shooting they'd go out and set up a perimeter and they didn't actually go in the building after the shooters. Oh gosh. What? Wasn't it? it What do you think? What you're saying sounds familiar, but I can't put it to the incident. Yeah, there there was. Well, I think it was multiple incidents where they they would go up and set up a perimeter while the guy inside's doing as he wishes, killing the hell out of people. And so they they kind of changed that. Now you've got to go toward the shooter. But it's almost like, you know, if it's really three sheriff deputies showed up at high school, I mean, were they setting up a perimeter or were they just sitting in their pants, you know? And I don't want to go in. I don't want any part of it. And that kind of cracks me up. I can't, well, I shouldn't say cracks me up. It's a pathetic statement where they talk about they didn't, uh, these guys didn't want to go in up against someone with an AR-15 when all they had were handguns. And then you mm-hmm. think back to the Draw Muhammad incident that we had here in Texas. Oh, yeah. Uh, where that, uh, that Garland police sergeant stood there by himself and mowed those guys down with his service gun. Took two guys down. Took two took of them two down. guys they down. Both they both had ARs. Yeah. So you know, yeah. uh, I, I wish to hell someone would bring that up in the news media, but they're not going to because uh, you know their their main thing here is to get gun control on. They want to take mm. our guns away. Oh yes, they do. Yes, they do. And. Uh, We'll see how this battle goes. Is uh, that goes? And, uh, but you know, I wonder. If, just so everybody knows, two guys showed up there uh, that day. We were having an ISIS job fair <laughs> because some politician had said what the uh, what the uh, ISIS members need is uh, is a job. 
So we decided to put up. That uh, worked for the State Department, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we decided we'd put up a uh, on a ISIS job fair up there at that event, and uh, those two guys got plugged. Thank us very much. <laughs> I don't know if they were showing up for a job, but uh, hey, they got packing. Uh, man, man, what what else happened yesterday? It was just so cool. Um, everybody got a chance to speak. Um, there, we did have individuals that uh, we know all bikers are shy, right? Uh, we had individuals step up there and say, "Hey, look, yeah, I'm so and so. I'm a, I have a family. I'm I did this. I'm retired. Whatever. Um, you know." I'm I'm just like everybody else, trying to put a to the public put a face on them. That, you know, hey, we're we're just like everybody else. We have the same aspirations as everybody else. We want our family to be safe. We want to be able to be free. Uh, we want to be able to free to run up and down the highway and do the things we do. Uh huh. With that. Without some kind of interference, without, and one of the things we touched on yesterday, Mel, was fear. You know that that courthouse, Abel Reina operates off of fear. They want people to fear them, or they want people to fear that they are under attack when they're not. And like we've said many times, you know, God forbid you get wrapped up in that mess there. Because if you're not, uh, uh, if you don't have the wherewithal to fight back, they're going to have their way with you. And I would say that's probably 95% of the time. Would you think? I would think so. I would absolutely think so. Yeah. I mean, he, in one of those articles today, Mel, he said that over the years they've had 40,000 cases. That's a come through that, that courthouse or through the DA's office. Forty thousand. Now I don't know whether I believe that number or not. I mean, that's a lot of crime going on in a place they say where this, the crime is down. Mm-hmm. But I guess that would be everything from domestic to whatever. Everything. But if they have forty thousand cases, uh, they need more. They need more DAs. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on there. Maybe there's forty thousand buying their way out, uh, slip enables some money or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I don't doubt that he was. I don't doubt that he was letting people uh, slip. Uh, his big time donors uh, slip on. Uh, DWIs and stuff like that. I don't doubt any of that. Let's just call it favors galore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, there's probably a lot of them there within uh, within that courthouse uh, that uh, their hands get greased. And uh, a lot of them that uh, in the county commissioners, let me tell you, county commissioners, school boards, all that stuff, Mel, they are as corrupt as hell. You want to worry about your school security? Get it through, get it past those sons of guns. Because hmm. everything there is fights over contracts and money. Who you controls know, that's what? One thing they're not discussing. Uh, after these shootings, and that is school security. Mm-hmm. It's all I know. the NRA's fault. Yeah. That's all they can seem to talk about. Well, that's the, the, you know what? It'll be that way for a while because this is all about emotion. They got kids running around out there uh, protesting, doing all this stuff happened today in uh, either 
North Wixon Hills, wherever it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can't vote. They can't do anything. All they can do is what really what I see is their teachers tell them to do, which is go outside to a basketball court or something and have their little protest. And most of them don't know what they're talking about. They're working off of emotion. And some, a lot of it is they're not talking about the the uh, the way we're bringing kids up, kids coming up the line. Like we've talked about before, the motorcycle industry is looking at this and they're wondering what the hell we're going to do because kids aren't getting off their asses. They're they're ate up with their electronic gadgets. There's, uh, I saw an interesting thing on the news tonight. They were talking about kids are gonna are starting to have problems, uh, you know, that uh, not just with cursive, but being able to write at all because uh, mm-hmm. the muscles that are needed to uh, hold on to a pencil and stuff like that are not being developed in children today. Yeah, well, you know, why mail? Because, because they say, of, well, they're uh, not going to need to. They say they're not going to read, need to write because they're going to be pounding on keyboards. Yep. Well, Go that's, ahead. That's what they've developed is a keyboard muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, it. Exactly. Get the nail on the head there. Yeah. So you know, I mean, uh, how how did they have to sign a checkbook? Well, X. <laughs> you notice they're even starting to do away with checks. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, the thing about it is, man, the kids are going to be perfectly willing when they get old enough to just turn all this stuff over to the government. I mean, they're they're going to do it because we've let them. Uh, We've let the schools indoctrinate them, and we've let electronics uh, from the time they're two that can hold one of those damn uh, uh, pads and play on it. Uh, Everyone wants. They're going up with this stuff. Take care of them. Yeah, and of course they're being taught that in school. I had a granddaughter tell me. She said, "Well." You know that uh, the uh, socialists have the best ideas on uh, on health care. Makes you I said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." So you know, I mean, it's it's um, when you hear that, you know they've been, they've been indoctrinated. They think that. Uh, um, socialism is is an answer for them to take care of everybody, and everything is free in their minds, not knowing yep. that somebody has to pay. And they're not somebody has to pay for anything. Right, right. You know, Melvin. Right now, they spend all this money to go to school and stuff. Anybody can be a teacher right now. If you can follow a program, uh, a computer program, and, uh, you know, it lays it all out there for you. It's like when I go to the VA, we've talked about us going to the VA. My doctor's on his computer, and he's asking me questions that the computer's telling him to ask. I could be a doctor at the VA, Mel. That's true. At least they would. At least they would understand me. <laughs> I leave out of Doctor Obi Wan Kenobi's office. I don't have to understand a word he said. All I know is I got my pills. <laughs> <laughs> I got a refill. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, oh, uh, Jim Harris is going to be with us next Monday night. He 
he's going to call in. Okay. I got a confirmation on that just minutes ago. So that'll be interesting. Well, you know, uh, he he works with the Patch Adams, and for people who've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. And uh, they have uh, they work with uh, I think I think people who are depressed and other things like that. They use uh, they use the I forget what the whole show is about, but I remember it. I may have to go back and watch it now. But Patch Adams is a big, tall guy. He's nothing like Roger, uh, Robin Williams that played him in the movie. So I, just kind of thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But uh, let me see. We got any more biker news? Anything else? Oh, vote, 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 vote. Everybody go vote. Check out your state rep. Check out your local judges. Vote. Yeah. And Don't say, oh, well. I you know. mentioned that uh, uh, you can go to TexasBikerRadio.org and find your representative. Exactly. Find your state representative. Know how to contact him or her. And uh, let's get after it. We've got things to do. We've got a lot to do. We've got a lot to do before the uh, the next state legislature begins. And it's going to be here before we know it. They always are. Every two years, but they come around fast. And we need to be ready. And we will be contacting everybody through the system, if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And for those that don't, I just wish you did. Especially anybody that might be listening. Oh, we know they listen to us, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, let me see. I'm gonna everybody read the Bill Whitaker article. That's good. Uh, there's a lot of things going on at All for One. Aging a lot rip, of good rebels stuff came got something out new up from yesterday. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good yeah. postings. Yeah. New information. Uh, yeah. Okay, and Chopper Dan's going to be testifying. Yeah, and uh, then San Antonio. Oh, yeah. In the trial of. I'm pretty anxious to see that fire off. Uh, You know, to see what's going to happen there. Yeah, Abel Raina thinks he's going to get something out of that. And uh, he was moaning. uh, He was moaning in the media that they they're not giving him evidence. Yeah, I don't think the feds want to share anything with him. Yeah, it was after Bill Whitaker cornered him. And so um, got him to actually answer a question. He's been hiding from the Waco Tribune ever since he called him fake news. (laughs) 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 To the only newspaper in town. (laughs) How smart is that? You say it to the only newspaper in town. (laughs) Well, he keeps proving how smart he is, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if I, if I had to, you know, you know, I consider my, my dad, he, he's, in ways, he's a great man. But in other ways, he's just not, he, <laughs> he's not. And, I, you know, and I, I don't hang on to my daddy's coattails. He did not make me who I am. Although every once in a while, I see some of my mannerisms are are like my dad's. I may say something that sounds just like my dad would say, or sound just exactly like him. 
called genetics. But we, but we are not the same people. And Abel Reina, <laughs> Abel Reina is not his daddy. Or then again, if he is, oh boy. If he is, that says a lot about his daddy, which may not be, I don't know his history, but it may not be as stellar as we think it is, or he thinks it is, or the people of McLennan County think it is. Because most people are not involved in what goes on in the courthouse. They're out there trying to make a living. Many people have their heads stuck in the sand. They don't know. Because they're not wrapped up in that stuff. But every four years, they get to hear it when these guys run for re-election. Especially if somebody's running against them. And especially if they've been screwing up. Then they're under a microscope. And that's not going away. At all. Regardless of how this election turns out. Not going away. Well, anything else we need to bring up? No, I think we pretty much got everything covered tonight. Let me tell you, what a great weekend, everybody. Thanks to everybody that came out Sunday. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. It was a great day to ride. Yeah, a great day to ride. Thanks to our crew that got our equipment down there that, that, that enabled me to ride. And, uh, you know, man, what a day. What a day it was. And we look forward to the next time we see you guys in McLennan County, around the DFW area, wherever we run into you out. Mel, have a good evening. You too. Good night now. All right, man. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.